Vengan todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo. Usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros. Y obtén hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda. Además, ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia. Compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño. JCPenney, vale la pena. Selección de estilos, aplican exclusiones, cupón y oferta de ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre. Oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Today on Divorce Court. I'm here because I am pregnant with my second child with my boyfriend Anthony and I am at my last wits end. With the birth of my second child with her, I think it will either bring us closer together or I'm wasting my time right now. He does things and it's, I said I'm sorry so now you have to deal with it. My whole perspective is if you forgive me, then forgive me and let's move on instead of bringing up old stuff. When I found out that he was still texting other girls, I felt like he really didn't mean to propose. It was kind of like the only thing I can do to keep her to stay. If Anthony doesn't change at this point, we just have to figure out how to co-parent our children. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Raisa Holly and Anthony Jenkins. The two of you have been together for five years, engaged for the last two. You have one child together, and Ms. Holly, you are currently pregnant with your second child. You two love each other, are making babies, but aren't sure if you should get married. So you came here before me, you filled out my compatibility test, and gave me your marriage license with permission to tear it up should I feel your union is ill-advised. Miss Holly, I'm gonna start with you. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your relationship and why, after all this time, you're not quite sure Mr. Jenkins is the man for you. Mr. Jenkins and I have been together five years, as you stated. About a year into our relationship, one of my exes reached out to me and uh, it was a very emotional time because I had a loss of a baby about two years before I met Mr. Jenkins. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like emotionally he wasn't there on the day. It was the due date of the baby. I remember mm -hmm. the due date. Um, so he wasn't really there. And when one of my exes had reached out to me, I in turn welcomed the reach out and we went out to eat. Um, I did not tell Mr. Jenkins where I was going. I did leave the house, but I did not tell him where I was going. While we were there, I uh, kissed him. Um, nothing happened after the fact. Uh, I felt guilty about it. However, I never told Mr. Jenkins about it. I came home. I sat on his lap and cried. He did ask me, you know, what was wrong. Originally, I just told him it was because it was the day that of the due date. Mm -hmm, I didn't tell right. him what had happened. Um, so you fast forward. We're doing well. Everything was great between us. Um, can I, can I say something? Right. When I get to you. My bad, I'm you, sorry. She has um, to finish her story. All right, I'm sorry. When, when we fast forward, everything was going well between us. Um, we got, we ended up getting pregnant ourselves. So we were excited, like really, really excited. Everything was going well. Can I say this? Nobody ends up getting pregnant. It's not like it's something Roll, that jumps yeah. up off the street. Right. On you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It, 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 everybody says we ended up getting pregnant like y'all weren't really evolved. <laughs> you were having unprotected sex and had a baby. Just, yes. I want to clear that up. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so we ended up, we became pregnant. Um, we were excited about becoming pregnant. And throughout the pregnancy, we were doing pretty well. Um, they, we had our moments, of course. Mm. I was super emotional. I didn't know what I yeah. was doing. Kind of? Speed oh, this up. Where okay. are we going? So, um, basically, you fast forward, we, we were doing well. And then the situation came up about a year later after my son was born. 
about me cheating on him. One of his friends had told him that he was under the impression that I was cheating on him. Mr. Jenkins uh, approached me about it. I told him that it wasn't, I had never slept with anybody else. I had just kissed someone else. He didn't believe me. We got into a very large argument about it. I ended up going to stay with a family member for a few days, because that's how large the argument was. Throughout those few days, we did speak and, you know, basically said he was going to forgive me moving forward. He believed what I said. And then a couple months later, uh, he kept asking me and asking me, did you cheat on me? Did you cheat on me? And I kept telling him no. Mr. Jenkins, what is your version of those events? The, the first initial pregnancy was not, it was from a previous relationship. Right. It was, was not with me. you. So I wanted to clean, I wanted to clear that up. But another thing was, um, Ray doesn't just kiss anybody. So she does we, we don't, we don't just, we don't even like do passionate kisses like that. So if you're telling me that you just kissed someone, mm -hmm. I'm not going to just be like, oh yeah, I, she mm -hmm. just was kissing someone. I'm just going to believe that. that makes Do you believe that she actually cheated on you? I mean, I, I mean, the kissing in and of itself would be a cheat, no doubt. Right, but no. But do you think it went any further of, than that? Of course. In my mind, I think that it definitely went further than just a kiss, because, mm -hmm. again, she doesn't kiss anyone. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let's assume it did what happened, what you think happened, happened, that it went further than that. Right. Are you able to forgive her and move on, or is that going to haunt you? No, I was able, I'm able to move on. I moved on from it, if we're talking about present time. Um, but at the time, no. At the at present time, it was like... It took a minute to work through. Oh, yeah, I definitely... Uh, Did def he ultimately let it go? Um, after the whole cheating, him getting revenge on me, okay. he let it go. Oh, that, t tell me about the revenge cheat. Um, well, that was the thing. So it didn't come up until he kept asking me, did I cheat? The one day we came home, he kept asking. I said, why do you keep asking? He said, because you cheated on me, or I believed you cheated on me, I cheated on you. Um, so I was angry only because he led me to believe he was over it and right. he was done with it. So it was like, well... Did, did you revenge cheat? Is that accurate? Yeah, I did. Okay. It was tit for tat. It was kind of child. It was kind of childish. Not kind of. Yeah, well, it was, was childish. childish. It was childish, but I was devastated. So I was like, "I'm, you did what you did, and I was hurt. So I'm going to do what I did, and I'm going to make sure you felt how I felt." You know, that's no way to have a relationship. So, tell me about the proposal. Well, the proposal came after dealing with the 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 baby situation from the cheating. Mm -hmm. um, we wait. There was a baby as a function of the cheating. There was a fake baby. Oh, there was a fake baby. Okay, let's go, let's let's go before the proposal. Tell so, me about the fake baby. The girl that the the lady in which he cheated with me or cheated on me with claimed that she was pregnant, which is how the whole scenario happened. He had told me he cheated. Then the next day. She text, sent me an email stating she was 13 weeks pregnant with his baby and they had been sleeping together the entire relationship. How did you find out it was a fake pregnancy? So what happened, what happened was we were going through the whole situation and um, she had sent me, she had gave me a sonogram or whatever and mm. that same sonogram was a Google search picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a IT guy, so it's like you knew, you knew what it was. No, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know oh. what it was. At first, I took it at face value, That's and it was like I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna be, I'm about to have another child. I made a terrible mistake, but I'm a man enough to say that I'm gonna take right, care of my responsibilities. Right. And that became the argument was I wanted, to, if it was a baby, I was gonna take care of my responsibilities. Ray did not want me to do so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can I just give give my little little speech on free radical women? 
There are free radical women out there who will take advantage of the fact that you're having trouble with your woman. And you could have gotten tagged for 18 years of child, not just child support, but a whole lifetime of involvement and engagement and other baby mama drama because you couldn't, you know, get past your ego long enough not to expose yourself, not just your relationship, yourself to all manner of diseases, economic, you know what I mean? All manner of complications. You with me on that one? No, I, I completely understand. So I'm going to, I, I, I want to know how we ultimately, how you ultimately came out on the other side of this, this baby thing. And then I want to talk about the proposal. I did come back after that conversation telling him that I thought I might be in love with two people at that point. And he handled it way better than what I thought. So, Ms. Holly, why don't you tell me how you responded to the fake baby and how that thing got resolved? Um, so, I responded to the fake baby. It was real simple. She sent me the ultrasound, told me that she wanted us to have our children be friends, or we wanted us to be friends because our children were going to be siblings. We had to figure out how to co-parent, all this other stuff. No, I wasn't with it. I'm not going to act like I was. I wasn't okay with the scenario at all. Um, after Anthony and I sat down and discussed this ultrasound, and I told him, like, this really doesn't seem, like, this doesn't feel right. right. Nothing yeah. about this feels right. So, again, like he stated, he was gung-ho. We're going to do this. I'm going to be a part of my child's life. And I was like, well, that's fine, but my son has nothing to do with what you're doing. I don't want, I don't know how to explain that. Then... That's not a good attitude to have, by and the way. I but I, 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 you know, I'm going to fuss at you for just a quick second. You know, things are what they are, but children do not invite the sins that, that created them. Mm -hmm. So you cannot tag them with that. If they're siblings, you can't be an adjutant or, you know, I'm not down with and all that kind of stuff. You be, have to be a grown woman and accept that those two are going to be in each other's lives. I'm just saying that in general. But go ahead, Ms. Holly. Um, so... Basically, we came to the decision that the pregnancy was fake because she was doing little petty stuff. She right. was calling us, um, calling him like, hey, I need you to come talk to me or something's going on. I got to go to the doctors. Eventually, me and him decided we were going to move forward, so he ceased co communication with her. And, of course, about a month or two later, she texted him like, I'm going to the hospital. There's complications. And we never heard anything after that. Right. No baby showed up. So it was so like, I gotcha. okay, we're done with it. Okay. Um, Couple months after that, uh, one of my exes had approached me on, he wanted to propose to his girlfriend, and I was the ex that got away, and he wanted to have closure with our relationship. I spoke to Anthony about it. Anthony was like, on, some, on a best friend point of view, I'm gonna allow you guys to get this closure, because he knew that me and this particular ex did not have closure to our relationship. I did come back after that conversation telling him that I thought I might be in love with two people at that point. And he handled it way better than what I thought um, because he did not yell or scream. He was just like, what am I supposed yeah. to do with this information? Yeah. Let me, I have to give it a limited amount yeah, of time yeah. here. I'm going to give him an opportunity to respond. Tell me about how you saw those events. With the, with the ex thing, I'm, I'm a valid person that says that a friendship should come first in any type of relationship. So me being a friend first, I'm like, well, Man, you need to figure. You need to figure out if you want to be with me or you want to be with him. Because if you want to be with him, then you can't. Yeah, and you got residual feelings. Yeah, we got to clear that up. You can't. You can't have both. And it was more so of 
you know, they were still, you know, still communicating, still texting and all that. And I was like, yeah, well, you're going to have to figure out exactly what, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to get that, get her to figure that out, I was like, this is probably the only way it was going to happen. Extraordinarily mature, Mr. Jenkins. I applaud that. Just, I really, really do. And when you had that closure conversation and you came back and said you were confused, then what occurred? We put a pin in it for a couple of days and then we came back together and talked about it and I said, you know, like, I don't, I think it was just a confusion. I finally got closure that I wanted. I don't want to be with him. I want our relationship to work. So from that point, we started talking about moving forward in our relationship, getting married and doing marriage life and sure. working together. And um, about two weeks after that, he proposed to me at my graduation party from medical assistance program. Um, it was exciting Very moment. Romantic. It was embarrassing but exciting all at the same time because everyone was there, and he knows I don't like surprises. I do not do surprises right. well at all. So when he proposed to me, it was like you really want to make this work because commitment has always been an issue in our relationship. The fact that you did it for me and then in front of everybody, big deal. Yeah, I, and that is a huge deal. What I want to explore now is, did you feel pressured to say yes at that point in time and how you two proceeded from there if you did? Is this when you wrote that letter to him that I have here about you're leaving because I, I can't make you happy? I wrote him the letter because Anthony and our relationship had come to where we don't talk. What would you do if your partner kissed someone else? Tell us what you think at Facebook.com slash Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. Mr. Jenkins, do you ever get a chance to talk at home? No. <laughs> no. Good night, hey, nurse. That's, that's exactly I'm gonna how go I go with you, on. Mr. Jenkins, for a moment. What how did the relationship continue to uh, develop after the proposal? Um, after the proposal, everything was good for a little while, and then back to the, the whole fake baby, the fake baby uh, due date came up, so all that good stuff that happened, like, went out, went the, out, window. Went, went yeah. out the window. So, of course, me, I'm like, we got over the situation, so I don't understand why it's, why it's a big deal, whatever, so we moved on from that, right? At some juncture, you changed your Facebook page Facebook status to It's Complicated. Right. And I want to know when you did that, why you did that, because she was very distraught by that. Could so you tell we had me about to, that? So we had to move with our mom for a little while because we had ran into some financial difficulties. And when we had moved, when we had finished, everything was over, we had, was going to go back to the house. So when we went, when we go, went back to the house, I went home by myself. She stayed with our mom. And so I was kind of confused at why why would you even, why would you do that? And why, why would you even have me thinking that we're going to mm -hmm. work everything out and everything's going to be cool? And the whole time, you had the whole plan of staying with your mom and I'm going home by myself. So I'm, that's when you change it to it's complicated. I change it to let, it's complicated. Let, let me just stop you right there, Ms. Holly. You tell me your version of what occurred during that time span. Uh, we ended up staying with, my, with a family member. That's true. However, um, coming to the end of us being able to go back home, I had discussed it with Anthony maybe about a week before we were leaving because we knew what day we were going to be able to go home. I told him I didn't think I wanted to go back to the house with him because the whole scenario coming up to us being that we had to go stay with my family member was an issue for me. So right. I told him I just needed time. I needed time to get my head together because um, 
you know, like, it, he was distant. Still, he was texting people, like, he always, to him, he always says he's looking for advice. He's always texting some female about our relationship. Like, that's okay. Three radical women, remember the speech I gave. So it became very, it became very stressful for me because here I am at my family member's house because we're financially stressed out and you're now emotionally... Reaching out. Yes. yes. Is this when you wrote that letter to him that mm -hmm. I have here about you're leaving because I, I can't make you happy? I wrote him the letter because Anthony and our relationship had come to where we don't talk. I, I, I thought it was an outstanding letter. It was a I'm a leaving because letter. I, <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna take excerpts out of it and post it because I, it's a lot of letters that, that I think women should write but don't. I'm leaving because you're unhappy and you seem to think I'm the reason that you're unhappy. I'm making myself happy now, in the now, and you go ahead and do that too, but I'm not gonna stay and be beat up by your distance and your unhappiness uh, until you can get your own happiness together. I thought that was beautiful. I, you know, I think you talk too much, but I think that was beautiful. <laughs> and I thought Look, that was so well written and so clear. Do I have your permission to, to paraphrase it? But that was, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. It was actually the exact opposite. She was the, she was the one that was being distant. I was the one that was trying to be in her face. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're gonna be distant, I'm gonna be distant, that's what's gonna be. I got you. I, I think I see what's happening here. What would you do if your partner's ex-lover kept contacting you? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. Listen, I read your compatibility test. I heard what you said here. I know the whole story all the way to the end, and I don't have enough time for you to express it all to me. But I'm going to give you my best, my best thoughts because, one, you, you, both of you are intelligent people. Both of you are educated people. Both of you got jobs. You got, you got one child already and one kid on the way, and I think you can make this work. I really, really do. But you have to learn how to be a couple, and you have to learn how to be a couple by building borders around your, your, your two-ness and learning how to communicate. If you start with nasty and rude and irritated, you're never gonna get what you want. I wrote a book called Making Marriage Work. I'm gonna give it to you. It's about how you speak to people because a lot of people who are insecure come out with anger because they don't feel safe. He's a safe place. You don't come out with anger, you come out with cool. Because I know you got that little edge about you that you can come out with. Let that go. That's society telling you that you have to be loud and edgy in order to be safe. And that's not true. Do you understand what I'm telling you? You have to be a person who's easy to talk to. You've got, women need to be heard. We don't want to be told we're right, we're wrong, or just like, okay, baby, what do you need to say? And then you repeat it back to her in order to encourage her capacity to speak to you. And that book talks about how a woman needs to learn to speak man and how a man learns to speak woman. Get, sit down together, read that chapter over and over and over again until you get it right. I'm not gonna give you marriage license, but I think you should get married eventually. You should go to marriage counseling first and then get married. This matter is adjourned. So when the judge said that we should go to counseling before we got married, I am 100% agree with that. I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do whatever it takes. I feel as though she can't learn to let 
the old stuff go and let us start new. I don't see us ever being able to move forward and be able to get married.